Hello football world, this is the fourth quarter football podcast presented by Dan and yours truly, Joey Buttfumble. In today's episode, we will be recapping the Super Bowl as well as some of our favorite moments of the 2021 NFL season. We will also feature Joey's butt fumble of the entire season, so stay tuned for that as well. So with that, let's get right into it. Alright, we are going to start with studs and duds of Super Bowl 56. Yes, sir, and like normal, I'll probably skip Dan's dud. That's okay. (laughs) Um, My stud for this game, Aaron Donald. Mm -hmm. Rams Defensive Player of the Year. Yep. Should have been. I agree. Yeah, but um, he was definitely the defensive player of the Super Bowl. He had four tackles and two sacks. Uh, One of the sacks was just pushing Joe Burrow very hard out of bounds, and then another one was to seal the game on fourth and one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and two tackles for losses, three total QB hits as well. Yeah, it was a menace all game. Menace. They had three players on him, and he couldn't stop him. Mm-hmm. Him and uh, Von Miller, definitely yeah. a good duo because Von had two sacks as well. I agree. Um, so I'll get into my stud then, and I'm gonna, I am gonna. I took the easy route. Mm-hmm. I picked the Super Bowl 56 MVP Cooper Cup having an amazing game, especially in that last drive. He went, uh, he haven't rushed, which is what I was just looking at, but that is not why I'm highlighting him. I am highlighting him for his receiving production. He had eight receptions, 92 yards, and two touchdowns. You score two touchdowns in the Super Bowl, and you're pretty much carrying your team. So, shout out to Cooper Cup. Yeah, huge night. Massive, yeah, massive year, year, everything. Um, but enough about. We'll get more into Cooper Cup later, I'm sure. So I'll highlight my dud for this game, and that is Joe Burrow. Mm. Joe, Joe Exotic, as you might say, as I might say, because he is a Bengal. Um, Joe Burrow completed 22 on 33 attempts, 263 yards, only one touchdown. That one touchdown, as we all saw was very questionable as T. Higgins face-masked Jalen Ramsey. Very obvious OPI that was not called, but hey, refs are human. They make mistakes, as they did later in the game as well, to favor the Rams. So, with that, Joe Burrow definitely could have done a better job spreading the ball out to receivers. I think he helped stat pad a lot of the receivers' numbers, yards-wise, but they weren't able to get the points on the board. So... Joe Burrow is going to be my dud. Dan, who is yours? My dud was Super Bowl 53 first half MVP. Okay. Johnny Hecker. Johnny Hecker. Maybe 52. But 50... 52 or 53. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. Johnny Patriots Hecker. Rams. Yep. 2018. And Johnny Hecker, this game, I was expecting a lot out of him. He's a great holder. We've seen those videos of him doing the point, the no-look hold during um, oh, extra points. Oh, that's him. Yep. 
Oh. Great punter for the Rams, but he bobbled a field goal hold. He is the holder. Yeah. And um, tried to make a play out of it. Out of it, I'll give him that, but um, wasn't able to cost the Rams an extra point. And that ended up being huge yeah. because on the final drive, instead of the Bengals having to go for a touchdown, mm-hmm. they were only really shooting for a field goal, tie the game, going to That's overtime. True. And we all know Evan McPherson, ice in his veins. Mm-hmm. He can hit it from pretty much anywhere on the field. So That's true. It made the Bengals' job a whole lot easier, but alas, yep. it wasn't meant to be. Yep. So I think that concludes our final stud and dud for the season. Yep. Let's go on to the uh, our next uh, topic here. I just want to bring up the fact that the meme from the postseason last year, from the offseason last year, uh-huh. came true. As we all saw on Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, wherever you get your memes from. Yes, I did that on purpose. I know it's memes. Um, they There was a meme circulating. That if the Bengals picked Panay Sewell, that Joe Burrow would have enough time in the pocket to pass to anyone in the open field. And there was under that, it was a picture of Joe Burrow getting sacked because anyone was blocking for him, some no-named offensive lineman. And he was passing the ball to Chase, but he couldn't get the ball out in time because their offensive line was terrible. And that's exactly what happened in this game. Yeah. Uh, Burrow was sacked seven times in this game to Stafford, only being sacked two. Yep, most sacked quarterback throughout the regular yes. season as well. So That's true. Although he made it to the Super Bowl, we'll have to give him that, of course. Exactly, but, overcoming that adversity there. Yeah. Um, still, that was one of the stories of the game, the Rams' victory. Oh, yeah. Yep, good for the Rams, good for Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of debate on his Hall of Fame career now. I still don't think he's quite there Yeah. personally. Um, but why don't we just get on to the game here? I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about kind of what's what happened in the first quarter. Um, it seemed like the Rams were going to be rolling with OBJ as kind of the focal point of their offense. Yep. We all knew that since he knew that Cooper Cup was going to be kind of their go-to guy as he's been all season, and because of that, it opened up a lot of opportunities for Odell Beckham. We saw him have a touchdown. I think he caught five passes in the uh, – no, he only caught two. Hmm. But 52 yards total, yeah. a touchdown, um, and three total targets. He definitely was going to be one of the more important pieces in that offense. Definitely. Uh, and his injury definitely impacted the the next two quarters significantly for that Rams offense. They weren't really able to get anything going in the run game. I think the most anyone ran for – on LA was eight yards, yep. and that was in the fourth quarter um, to get a first down. So go Cam Akers for getting that clutch <laughs> yeah. first down. Yeah. But other than that, they weren't able to get anything going on on that side of the ball. No. It um, wasn't until that final drive they were finally clicking. But yeah, it's true. It was a defensive game, um, for the most part. We had some glimpse of offense with some big plays here and there, but um, pretty mellow, low-scoring game. Overall, 23-20. But um, that's just been the case with the Super Bowls recently, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. It was a very, like, it was like a normal football game, but it just happened to be a Super Bowl. Like, mm-hmm. it felt like a regular season game. Yeah. Just with the way that the, it was a very defensive battle. 
Like, their offense is, I mean, obviously they put up 43 combined points, so that's, yeah. like, not too low, but it's no. lower than what the rest of the postseason has looked like yeah. up until this point, especially with these two teams. And um, because of that, it was it was, it was was very, it was an interesting one. Yeah. Most of the action, I feel like, came in the first and fourth quarters. Mm-hmm. Those middle two quarters were very, lots of filler action mm-hmm. in there. I agree. Um, but, yeah. The result, your Los Angeles Rams are now Super Bowl champions. Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, enjoying their time in Disney World. Yep, they are. Um, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah. I did just want to point out one more time yeah, Cooper Cup's ahead. performance in the last uh, on the last drive because mm-hmm. I think he had like four or five catches in a row. Yeah, that really off. turned the game around. Like, you could tell that the Rams' game plan was like, okay, we're going to spread the ball out. But Van Jefferson wasn't really getting it done like he typically does. I feel like he's a good role player, but he wasn't getting it done in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And Skoranek just was terrible. Yeah. Um, Bad performance. He led to a pick, I think, last game. Mm -hmm. And, again, kind of just laid it right up for the uh, Bengals defender. And I really thought that was going to be a big capitalizing moment for the Bengals because the play before that was T. Higgins and his 75-yard touchdown pass, which was huge. Coming right out out in the second half, Bengals get a massive play. We know... um, Yeah, they scored. Looked like an offensive pass interference. We didn't see it at first, but Ramsey was falling all over the place, so still didn't get the call. Doesn't matter. Yeah, the refs didn't see it. But um, right after first play on defense, Bengals get that interception. Huge play, and then I think get a field goal right after that, too. They did. I really thought that that was going to be the turning point of the yeah. game. Coming out strong right out of the gate after halftime, I was like, oh, dang, the Bengals actually might pull ahead here. But they, it just seemed like after that big play, nothing was really going for them on offense. They would get first downs here and there, but no. yeah, never got too far into the enemy mm-hmm. territory. Never really, I don't know, was able to yeah. seal the deal. Um. Well, we all saw Odell Beckham's injury yes. in the first half. Yep, That was definitely ACL crucial tear. for him. Do, did they announce what happened? Yeah, they it's did? official okay. that it's an ACL tear. Wow. So that's two years in a row that the yeah. Bengals have caused Odell Beckham an ACL that's tear. That's true. Some bad luck there with yeah, OBJ. Bengals. OBJ's going to have a vendetta yeah. next year. He might yeah. He might want to come back to Cleveland so he can play the Bengals we'll two see, years. Well, two yeah, weeks, we'll see if um, two times a year. He'll be back before the start of the year. I think he will. There's, I agree. He seemed to have a quick recovery yeah. last year. I know the Browns played it safe mm-hmm. because we still had the rest of the season ahead of them. Yeah. Um, they really did have Super Bowl aspirations at the beginning of the season, so they were hoping that if he took more time to recover, they would be able to use him throughout the postseason, whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I was also going to point out that it looked like Matthew Stafford and Joe Burrow both could have had game-ending injuries this game. Yes, Stafford um, gets landed on; his ankle is completely under a 300-pound lineman, and somehow gets up, walks it off, comes back next series, continues to play. Same with Joe Burrow. I really thought Joe Burrow was going to be done. Um, Looks like he re-injured his knee as well. Yes. Which we all know last season, another torn ACL for him. But um, 
props to them for finishing the game. I don't know how serious those injuries are, but um, I think so. Joe Burrow was seen limping mm-hmm. after the uh, after the game, even mm-hmm. riding a golf cart instead of walking. Mm-hmm. And I think that he is going to have to rehab his knee a little bit, but I don't think it requires surgery. Yeah. This is what I saw, at least. I don't know how credible your no, you know, Twitter this, GMs are. This was are, just from watching but, the game. Yeah. I uh, I just saw that he was injured. It's not going to require any surgeries, but he is going to have to rehab it. It shouldn't get in the way with the upcoming season, though. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, definitely could have been a lot worse. but Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I even saw that the Bengals were planning on taking him out, but he was like, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> this is the Super Bowl. Like, this is what I'm here for. Yeah. I'm going to play through that pain. And props to him for doing so. Yeah, I agree. I don't think – I know some people might think that's a little bit selfish, but no. if you genuinely think you give your team yeah, the best Yeah, starting quarterback. Win, yeah, in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, what else are you – like, oh, you're going to not get injured so you can play next year? No, like, this is your – Yeah. Back-to-back Super Bowls are, like, so yeah. – the odds of getting that is insane. Mm-hmm. Unless you're, like, Tom Brady. Yeah. But – um. I was also going to point out, I saw Tyler Higby on the sidelines. What was his injury coming into this game? Do you um, know? Let me do. Let me get back to you on that. Let, why don't you uh, bring up something else real quick so yeah. I can... Um, plenty of commercials. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about the commercials. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you felt mm-hmm. about the commercial, the Coinbase commercial, mm-hmm. the DVD uh, player yeah, that was bouncing Yeah, with the QR code. Out. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I thought it was good. I scanned it. I put my bid in for a chance at $3 million. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll sign everyone up probably for emails, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. But Um, it definitely got people to, like, question what was going on. They thought their TV was messed up, but that was pretty clever. It was clever. It was clever. Um, I'm still not finding anything, but... Um, okay, here. Tyler Higby out. Let's find out why here. Mm-hmm. Um, knee sprain suffered in Rams victory over the 49ers in the NFC Champions game. Okay. So, knee sprain. Yeah, I just wanted to point out that um, it looked like he was okay on the sidelines. I just wanted to, like, question his. Yeah, why he wasn't in. In the Super Bowl. Yeah, when um, we saw C.J. Uzama with a brace on at the uh, Cincinnati pep rally just chucking it off and saying, I'm playing no matter what. I, I just wanted to point out the difference in those two people. Yeah. But uh, well, I wasn't sure what the injury it. was. Because who, who's their tight end? Hopkins? Bryson? Yeah. Um, he did all right, but you definitely you would like to see your starting mm-hmm. tight end in the Super yeah, Bowl. I you agree. would like to see your starting yeah. everyone in the Super Bowl. And I didn't I didn't realize he had a sprained knee, but you never know. Yeah, exactly. Um, one thing that I do just want to point out is that I I want to ask your opinion. Who do you think did worse in the Super Bowl, Eli Apple or Jalen Ramsey? Because <laughs> um, they both didn't really play well. Yeah. Um, it has to be Eli- like. I remember they were talking about Cooper Cup's touchdown mm-hmm. late in the, in the fourth quarter. In the with fourth quarter, a minute left. They were praising 
Cooper Cup at fake blocking. Yes. And showing a replay that. saying, look at Cup's fake block here and how like amazing he is at selling that he's going to block. You just cut. When all he did was <laughs> come off the line with his head down yeah. and ran a little rainbow to the back corner and mm-hmm. looked for the ball and was wide open. So that definitely was a big meme or a play after the game where Bengals fans really hate their own player. Oh, yeah. And um, I just thought that was funny because – they were praising Cooper Cup with his route running and his experience and his blocking. But when I have, feel like yeah. it was a pretty basic play, it was probably well called in the defensive position that that time. Yeah. But Eli Apple himself, that was his man. Mm-hmm. They faked a run and then bootlegged out and went can, just right over him, like monkey like, in the middle, yeah. right over his head. What? Well, yeah, I think it was just a. I think it was I, just yeah. a fade. I'm pretty sure it was. It wasn't even like a fade though, because Cooper Cup like went inside, yeah, and then just like ran to the sideline. Yeah. So it yeah. was. I mean, they probably practice that route. Um, Cup usually is open in the end zone like that. So especially on that man-to-man um, defensive yeah, offense, especially against Eli yeah, Apple. <laughs> exactly. Um, the Breakfast Boys did it. Mm-hmm. That's what it takes to win a Super Bowl in this league. You have to get breakfast yeah. with your. That was Baker Mayfield's problem. Yeah, I bet if he had had breakfast with OBJ every day before practice, that they would the, OBJ wouldn't have left the Browns. He would have cared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have to make sure everyone knows about it and talks about it. Exactly, too. exactly. And because, that's what happened with Matt Stafford and yeah, Cooper Cup. I'm pretty sure every single Rams game I watch this year, they brought that up. They and brought every up every podcast. Aaron Donald, <laughs> yeah, up as well. Brought up Von Miller coming, and then. FaceTiming OBJ to come to the Rams, and he said yes. And then how the Browns weren't using OBJ well. I Every did? Day. Okay. Can I talk about OBJ and the Browns for a minute? Mm-hmm. As a Browns fan, I'm sure it's hard to see him get a ring. However, comma, I just want to give my, my just overarching opinion on OBJ. So my relationship with OBJ is that <laughs> I was super, 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 super stoked. Was that enough supers? No. Yeah. It wasn't enough to mask my, to dis- describe my excitedness, my excitement towards OBJ joining the Browns. And that first year, you know, he had like some good games. We yeah, saw, definitely. That was Freddie Kitchen's year. So it was like a very disappointing season for the Browns. But. OBJ carried the Browns to victory over the Cowboys. I remember Baker Mayfield had this awesome rollout to the left, like he always does, and found OBJ in the end zone against the Dolphins. Um, and that one was at home, so that was super exciting as well. They've had a good connection at some point. So in 2019, it was like, oh, yeah, this is disappointing, but the problem's Freddie Kitchen, so it's fine, whatever. The following year, we obviously came out a little bit flat obj gets hurt against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. all of a sudden there's a bunch of rumors that the browns play better without obj yeah i specifically remember having conversations with my father my uncle and my grandfather about why obj was not the problem and in fact that no matter what obj is going to be a good presence on the field because at the very least he takes up defenders because he is so talented yeah then, you know, we go the rest of the season without him, win a playoff game without him, 
the following year, he comes out looking totally different. He looks like he is just trying to stat pad a little bit, running his freelancing is the term that a lot of people have used. I'm not going to comment on how I feel about his 2021 performance. However, I will comment that it just seemed like he wasn't try- like trying his best for the team. I'm heartbroken. <laughs> that is all that I wanted to say, that I'm heartbroken. It's been a roller coaster of emotions for me as a Browns fan because I wanted to see OBJ do well here in Cleveland. Yeah. And we didn't get to see that. And now, yeah. on social media, Browns fans are being generalized and degraded to all <laughs> thinking that OBJ was the problem and that Baker was has no faults at all, which I mm-hmm. think he has faults. I don't think it was entirely his fault. I just don't think they had chemistry. And it sucks because I am getting ridiculed and being destroyed now that he has won a ring <laughs> and being Baker is the problem he always was, period. So mm. I just wanted to go through my my OBJ adventure with you guys. So thank you for sticking along there. Yeah. Not really a point to the story, but I wanted to no, clear the air that all Browns fans aren't on the OBJ hate train. I wasn't personally excited when I saw him get injured in the Super Bowl. I was excited when I saw him drop the ball, but then yeah. I realized why, and yeah. I was felt bad. Yes. Um. But yeah, that's just where I wanted to go with that. Congratulations, OBJ, for getting the ring. Anyone who saw that Baker Mayfield tweet or the Instagram post, that was not true. That is fake. He never posted that. So don't come at me, I didn't see that. What was it? Someone on Twitter screenshotted, made a fake screenshot Mm -hmm. of Baker posting on Instagram. And basically what it says is that I like players on my team who like to earn their wins. He was basically roasting OBJ. This fake post was basically (laughs) roasting OBJ for leaving a bad team halfway through the season and joining one of the favorite teams in the season and just kind of coasting off of their success. And so that wasn't true. <laughs> Baker never posted that. So <laughs> get screwed liberals. Yeah. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. But yeah, thank you for joining me for my OBJ talk. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to let you know that I haven't been a hater since day one, but I am heartbroken. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's a good recap there. Yeah, Not a hater. But I'm sad, and of course it was the Browns that it didn't work out on. Of yeah, course it yeah. was, because 100%. why else would it work? Because I cheer for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, thank you. Um, back to the game, though. Mm-hmm. It was out of, What would you rate it on? Like a tier list of Super Bowls? Overall? Like overall, the yeah. the football game. Uh, Super Bowls, specifically. Like overall, compared to other Super Bowls. I would say... Where would you put it on a tier list? So, like... I was just gonna Seahawks, give like Patriots out of ten. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd say it would be like a seven, two. Seven point two. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna translate that to a tier list, and that's gonna be a solid B, B tier. B, yeah, solid no, B tier. If it was a seven point oh or lower, I would have put it in C. Yeah, but that's a solid B tier. And I think the reason why it was such an interesting Super Bowl is because it's two teams that we really haven't seen exactly. in the Super Bowl in my lifetime, at least. Uh-huh. The Rams haven't made the Super Bowl since the greatest show on turf. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and the last one they were in, they lost to Tom Brady. Yeah. First Super Bowl. Yeah. So, oh, that's not true. The Rams were in the Super Bowl like three years ago. Oh, yeah. That's true. But I meant like the last time um, the Bengals were there. Have the Bengals ever been there? Have they ever won? I thought the Bengals have won Super Bowl or no? I think they do. But it was, I mean, in, in my life. Oh, yes. Yeah. They have not. Um, but yeah, it's just been a cool, it was a new experience. We didn't see Jared Goff out there. <laughs> we saw Matt Stafford and it uh-huh. was a very serious upgrade. Yeah. Or, oh, it looks like they've been to three and lost all three of them. That's like a Bills type story yeah. right there. At least it wasn't all in a row. Yeah. That, that. yeah, they may, <laughs> I like, there are two fan bases that, have it the worst and it's the browns and the bills Mm -hmm. maybe the lions now but the lions are like i don't well i don't know lions are the lions had barry sanders lions had matt stafford and calvin johnson they've had exciting teams before but they haven't won the i guess yeah i I just mean that i just don't think he wins a super bowl that is true that is true that's but um i saw a statistic um, this was one of the more watched Super Bowls, up 14% from last year. Most of the go. viewers in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh-huh. and Detroit, Michigan. Really? Yeah. It seemed like everywhere in America was rooting for Cincinnati besides L.A. and Detroit. Yeah. I even saw like a a clip on Twitter of some Detroit um, like sports store in their mall, something like that, and it was... Mm-hmm said Detroit Rams on it. Detroit Rams. Yeah. So, I mean, I Stafford gave the Lions many good years of football oh, yeah. and excitement, but oh, um, yeah. definitely not fun going to see him, going to see him win somewhere, somewhere else. Somewhere else. Absolutely. Well, do you have anything else to say about the game itself? Any other commercials that stood out to you? We only really mentioned yeah. one. I liked when the McDonald's one when they said can I get a... Oh, it was And like, then Kanye uh, came out. Yeah, Kanye. Mm-hmm. Especially because all that beef was happening yeah. that day, too. He posted Kanye like was at the game. seven times on his Instagram that day about Skeet. Yeah, Skeet about Davidson. About Pete Davidson. Kanye's yeah. insane. Yeah. He needs help. I'm really concerned He's about gonna him. He's going to post this on his Instagram now that you said that. I am also scored in the top point zero five of Kanye <laughs> listeners last year in 2020, <laughs> yeah. so... I, or 2021. 21. So I don't think he can be too upset with me because I help pay for his company Yeezys. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think that's enough about the game. Let's get into kind of like our season recap. I know we have some favorite points in the season. Yeah. Um, and as well as my final butt fumble. Mm-hmm. So what was your what was your give me one of your favorite moments yeah. of the season? We we both I got have three. One. Okay. I got one. Dan has one. I couldn't think of anything else, You're good. but I can come up with something. Yeah, no, you just give me your one. Yeah, my one was when the Patriots beat the Bills when it was really cold. And Mac Jones threw three in passes. In Buffalo, yes. And I said <laughs> Mac Jones threw three passes and zero at halftime. Yeah. And still beat the Bills. And still beat the Bills. And then the Bills ended up beating them in the playoffs. So just whatever. What is the word Justin used in the beginning of the season? They trounced the Bills. Yeah. 
Trounced. <laughs> trounced. Definitely. They trounced the Bills. One of the worst football games I've ever watched. But Yeah, um, I think the so the Bills scored every time they got the ball, except for that final drive when they kneeled it with Mitch Trubisky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the in the playoff game. So. In the playoff game. So that's just that's a good They weren't holding back. There. Yeah. Mac Jones made the Pro Bowl. Yep. So probably did, the highlight quarterback of the Pro Bowl so too. So did Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson did make the Pro Bowl, just kind of giving you yeah. the idea that the Pro Bowl doesn't mean as much as it should. Yeah, I agree. Um, it definitely could have been more exciting. I saw, I think there was discussion on Twitter that the Pro Bowl is kind of trying to be what the All-Star Weekend is. is. Yeah. Like with the best catch, the um, mm. accurate pass, the fastest time, like the 40 time, which Nick Tubb did pretty well. He mm-hmm. came in second. Mm-hmm. To Micah Parsons, um, Tyreek obviously wasn't trying, so mm-hmm. he probably he would Nick Chubb probably would have came in third, but those were it was pretty cool to see like them trying new things because they didn't do the forty before mm-hmm. that best catch thing was previously like a a catch showdown, yeah. which was something different. So yeah. it's been cool to see like those events. But you can tell that they're a little bit less. They're mm-hmm. not taken seriously. Yeah. For well, some reason, NFL players do not take Pro Bowl weekend seriously. Yeah. And um, I actually went to a Pro Bowl a few years ago, but it was in Orlando. I know this year was in Vegas, and I think still with all the COVID stuff, all those like mini games and leading up to the Pro Bowl itself, there yeah. weren't any really fans there. Yeah. So that probably made the overall experience a little bit less. Yeah. Like. Because, Valid. yeah, I don't know if uh, Vegas still had restrictions or something. I don't think they did for football games, but um, I just know when I saw the Pro Bowl, I was there that weekend or that extended weekend, whatever, Yeah. in Orlando, and they took up the whole ESPN, like, worldwide sports area okay. at, like, the Disney Park at or Disney. whatever. That's and they had, like, awesome. different, like, practices and, like, fan meetups throughout that week like that whole week was just set on the pro bowl interesting and then that weekend they did like mini game like dodgeball um oh, the-, the passing passing games catching games but not as much as how it was this year but i feel like it was a little more organized and entertaining than it was this year and then the the pro bowl itself was bad yeah this year was bad but when i went it was pouring rain People were having fun and not, like, taking it seriously, but, like, they're still tackling each other and, yeah. like, playing. Well, they, they either need to, like, up the incentive for yeah. the winning team or, I don't know, get – I don't know how you can get players motivated yeah, other than I don't, money. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you should be able to, like – I don't know. But it's just so different from the NBA, obviously, because, like, you can get injured in the NFL – I think a little bit easier than the NBA, NBA, or at least more serious injuries you can get easier in the NFL. Yeah. But Micah Parsons went hard. Yeah. Mac Jones hit the gritty. Yeah, exactly. It was funny. There it was, was some, fun. Yeah, there is some clips and memes that people will remember. But Oh, um, yeah. I watched the 25-minute uh, mic'd up. Yeah. And that was pretty sick. Miles Garrett had a pick six. Yeah. TJ yeah. Watt. That was fun. Exactly. But, uh, it's I always mean, fun to see the AFC win five years in a row. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's always good. Yeah, yeah but um, I think th- 
I don't know if this year was just kind of like a learning thing. They're going to travel every year because they used to do it in Hawaii, right? They used to do it in Hawaii And then it was in Orlando for a bit. A couple years. Yeah. Because it was even in Orlando 2020 because mm-hmm. I remember yeah. watching the players react to Kobe's yeah. death. Yes, I remember that, that too. that was in Orlando. And I was there in 2018, I believe. So they yeah. did that for a They were in Florida years. for a minute. Um. Well, and they experimented it for a little bit, having coaches draft as well. Yeah. That didn't really go all that well. I think I, I like the AFC versus the NFC. No, I agree. And the NFL more so than I like East versus West. Yeah. The, um, just because that's a little bit more lopsided. Well, I don't know. The AFC's won five years in a row, yeah. so who knows. But regardless, they need to do something to make it more – to to make the players a little bit more passionate. I know everyone's seen that clip of Sean Taylor, like just absolutely decking. Uh, I think it's Brian Moore, Moore something. Yeah, I I, I don't. Which I actually name. definitely illegally recorded. That was so. The first year that I was kind of old enough to follow football on my own terms without just talking to my dad about it, I recorded some games. I recorded the Super Bowl that year, which was the Giants versus the Patriots, I believe. Um, and then that Pro Bowl, maybe I'm getting my timeline mixed up, no, but it right. was also when I was from the ages five to seven. Yeah. Uh, but the Pro Bowl, I have the Pro Bowl on a VHS wow. um, tape. And the last clip before my Pro Bowl cuts out, because it cuts out at some point. That's funny. Is the Sean Taylor tackle wow. of the punter from the Bills? I think it's Brian Morse Morris Mormonson. Oh well, it doesn't really <laughs> yeah. matter. But um, it's still kind of a flex that I have. Yeah. But I'll go into my favorite moments of the season. I have three of them, so mm. I won't go in as much detail. But I'm still going to talk about them. My one, I'm not going to go into any detail at all. But the Browns swept the Bengals this year for the second year in a row. They did. And the Bengals made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So that's exactly. just my that's my coping Quick mechanism. Flex. Yeah. Uh, number two is Tom Brady retiring. He has mm-hmm. been my childhood. Um, yeah. I've rooted for him since the um, injury he had in the 2009 season, I believe, 2010 mm-hmm. season. I just remember it was the year after they lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl the first time. Tom Brady had a really bad injury, and I remember cheering for him every year after that. I always used to have this uh, banter with my grandma when she was alive because um, I would always root for Tom Brady in the Super Bowl if he was there, and she would always root against Tom Brady against mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl if he was there. Yeah. So it was funny. Um, but I just he's been such a huge part of my – like the reason why I follow the NFL. Mm-hmm. watched so many – Tom Brady highlights when I was in high school, <laughs> like daydreaming of what it would be like to be in the NFL. So I specifically, Tom Brady and Johnny Manziel yeah. <laughs> were the yeah. two like no, biggest highlights that I watched gr- growing up. Um, and my third thing would be Jameis Winston content. We yes. got so much good Jameis Winston content this year. It's but, a tragedy that he wasn't able yeah, to Yeah, it got the cut season. short. Another yep. one that reminds me. We missed an entire season of Ryan Fitzpatrick magic. We did. Too. We did. Fitz magic injured the first game of the season. Mm-hmm. Very tough to see, but I feel like him taking over the 
now Commanders would be a fun thing to watch this season because he was QB1 to yeah. start. So he was he played less than a game as a football team member. I am excited for him to come out and take ownership of this command. He's going to take command of this command. Isn't he team. a free agent, though? No, they're going to resign him. Okay. You think they're going to ride with Heineke? Heineke? Why don't they draft someone? I know. There's a there's a lot of good quarterbacks. Yeah. We'll talk about the draft. So this is our final podcast for the season. Mm-hmm. We will do probably one or – we'll probably do two podcasts, one the week before the um, draft, one the week after, predictions yeah. and reactions. Um, but then you won't hear from us for a while again until the season starts. Uh, we'll probably do just like one podcast mid-preseason to kind of discuss what our predictions are for the year. But – we're going to be gone for a while, so yeah. definitely, definitely keep keep updated on us. We'll make sure to do kind of a social media... Um, revive. Revive, yeah, mm-hmm. when we get... Because we'll be more motivated, and we yeah. won't really be in school quite yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not in school, so I won't ever be in school. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed joining us, and let's yeah, get... Do season. you have anything else to say about the season, Dan? No, I think... This was one of our most bizarre seasons, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Just a yes. lot of stories coming out. Um, another thing, the whole Raiders situation was craziness. That was insane. And for them to make it playoffs, I got, I get, like, give them props. Yeah, that was definitely the toughest season for a team this year. Yes. Besides maybe the Jaguars. Know. Yeah, but still, they they have things to look forward to. They have. It was just Trevor Lawrence's rookie year. They had one or two wins that they could look back on. But yeah. um, never ended up having to grow out my hair. By the way, yeah, you guys that's were true. Here for that bet, yeah. But uh, but alas, mm-hmm. we'll here definitely I am with talk. Short hair. Yeah, plenty of quarterbacks that will be on the move too. Yep. New quarterbacks, new faces. Yep. Jimmy we'll see, G, Aaron we'll Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers lands. We'll see if the Raiders keep Derek, Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Um, Baker. I don't know what the Titans want to do with Ryan Tannehill either. Mm-hmm. Is Daniel Jones going to stick around another year? Yep. How much longer does Matt Ryan have before he retires? Houston, will they stay with Davis Mills? Will Deshaun Watson make a return yeah. to the NFL? I hope Alvin so. Alvin Kamara probably won't. Um, I feel like he. I feel like it will just like kind of be blown over. Yeah, and he'll just like. I mean, because Ray Rice played after he played, right? I didn't after think that, so. He didn't play after. That? I thought it was like immediate. He was, was like it? gone. Well, it might be more of like. Did you see Adrian Peterson again? Yeah. Yep. Tragic. Mm-hmm. Tragic that we're idolizing some people like that. But you know, we all we all do make mistakes. But you seriously, some of these people have yeah. to grow into yeah. their grow into their adult pants. Um, so I'm just trying to think if I have anything, any other comments mm-hmm. about the season. Um, not, I mean, can I just give my, I'm going to give my Browns, I'm going to, this is, yeah. this is a Browns podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I am counting my blessings. I'm hungry for more. I don't want to have a losing mentality, but I'm counting my blessings as a Browns fan because we've had it much worse until now. Mm-hmm. Eight, if you would have told me, like, f- even five years ago, the Browns would finish the 2021 NFL season with eight wins. Yeah. Like, oh, like, yeah. That's probably been our best season in the past 25 years. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't been because we won one last year. Yeah. Playoff game. 
but yeah, it's kind of a mix of both. I don't want to have a loser mentality, but I am grateful for what the football gods have given me. Mm-hmm. They've thrown us a bone at least. Yeah. Um, but looking forward to next season. Worried about the QB situation here. Mm-hmm. Um, worried about our wide receiver situation yeah. as well. Do we resign Jarvis or do we restructure Jarvis Landry's contract? Do we offload him to somewhere else? Invest in some young talent. I know those analytics guys, mm-hmm. they love their young players. So mm-hmm. we'll see. But why don't we get into uh any other final comments about the season? Um Uh I mean We didn't really talk we, about the awards. Yeah, we I think we did last podcast. I can't we remember. We predicted the oh, awards. Okay. Um, we didn't really react. Yeah. Um Vrabel got the head coach of the year. Yep. That was kind of, I mean, it's not surprising. A good, a good uh, they usually do just regular, they don't really base it off postseason, post-season. right? Yeah. So, top of the AFC, his third year as a head coach, fourth year? Yes, third, I think it's third. Third season. Um, Correct us if we're wrong. Yeah. We, we know you will. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we saw a variable MVP, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, some people were upset it wasn't Tom Brady, but, I mean, Aaron Rodgers was playing unstoppable absolutely i think it depends on when the voting was Mm -hmm. if it was before tom brady's retirement it makes sense yeah but i think if it was the voting happened after i think we'd see a different result and i think it was before so so um offensive rookie of the year we got that one jamar chase oh yeah we got that one defensive defensive rookie rookie of the year did you guess tj yeah i guessed Aaron donald i think Mm -hmm. so you got that one right Offensive player of the year. Offensive player. I think we both got wrong. Did we both say Jonathan Taylor? Yeah, I yeah. did. Yep. But like props to, I mean, Cooper Cup was, like in yeah. hindsight, that just makes so much more sense. It does. Um, Jonathan Taylor had a crazy year with plenty of stats and touchdowns. Running backs, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. You got to have a back. season like Derrick Henry. Exactly. And, um, I mean, things to look forward to. I was going to bring up the Ravens. I feel like Lamar the Ravens are going to be the biggest test for the AFC next year. Yeah. They have That's I I can see that. They have young talent, they have veterans too, but well, I their run game which was previously yes, number 1 in the NFL gone. I think in, yeah, obliterated this year. And uh they're probably going to be hunting for some wide receivers. They need that Mark Andrews had a great season. And I bet Bateman'll step up. Mm-hmm. But um I'm just saying I think the Ravens are going to be scary good next season and going to be the Browns' biggest test. Well, so the Ravens are the one team in the NFL that the Browns are like actually built to beat, in my but, opinion. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I just I mean, think, I think their injuries play. ruined their year, and I think they would have gone far without them. I agree. No, I 100% agree. Mm-hmm. So we'll see about them. Mm-hmm. Um, NFC, who's looking good next year? Who's your favorite? Who's your most ex- like exciting upcoming team? I, w- I don't. I was gonna say the 49ers, but who yeah, knows with Jimmy J, Jimmy G, and I don't, I don't, I don't you know, know, know what to think Jim- about yeah. Trey Lance. Well, Packers. It looks like Aaron Rodgers is gone. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think the Packers. I don't know if Devontae Adams is the gonna Packers. Come back. I, in my prediction, is gonna be just the very middle of the road yeah. team. They're gonna finish like nine and eight or something because mm-hmm. they're still gonna be the Packers, but they uh-huh. won't have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Devontae Adams is probably gone as well. And um, Buccaneers without Brady, I feel like their they're team's gonna the bottom. Yeah, gonna just continue to fall apart during yeah. this off season. We'll see how long Gronk uh-huh. stays. Yeah. in the NFL. 
Um, Godwin's probably going to get traded. Rams will probably definitely be the favorites for the NFC. Well, it depends because uh, everyone and everyone's talking about retiring after the Super Bowl. I mean, Aaron Donald's talking about retiring. I can't see Aaron Donald retiring. I don't know. I know he like mentioned it, but like, I just feel like he can still do a lot. I, well, yeah, it depends if he's like satisfied, but and about his family yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. but family life. Cardinals as well, crazy year this year. But Kyler, Kyler some problems seems, with yeah, the teams. He seems unstable. Yeah. So, and I feel like the Cowboys are just gonna have like the same an Cowboys, exact copy, same exact yeah. year. No, that, the Cowboys are just gonna do the same exact thing that they do every yes. year and be like good, but like not good at the same time. And then disappoint. Yeah. Just well, I mean, they have Mike McCarthy as their coach yeah. right now, which needs to change if they want to win a Super Bowl. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, definitely. Like the, I'd, I'm looking to the. It's sad that this season is over, mm-hmm. but you got you got to look to the next one with mm-hmm. hope and excitement. Yeah. and it's always going to be another NFL season. Mm-hmm. I feel like if the Eagles make some good off season moves, some drafts, uh, which they haven't been great with Nelson Aguilar over Justin Jefferson. Uh, they could be a, a pretty good team next year. And same with the Vikings. New head coach. They got plenty of weapons. Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson. A solid defense. But we'll see what Kirk does. I feel like they're going to keep him for another another season. The Vikings? Yeah. But um, I don't know. The new head coach. We'll see. A lot of these teams have a new head coach. I feel like I'm a, excited co- for a the- quarter of them won't stay. Yeah. The Bears. I, Justin probably, yeah. Fields. One I'm or excited two. to see about how Justin Fields does. Yeah, new head coach. With a new head coach. Yep. Um, the Dolphins, I'm worried about. Yeah. New head coach. Some. Some frat guy. Yeah. Um, some turmoil. Yeah. Well, my main concern is Tua, because yeah. like Jalen Waddle's good. Miles Gaskin. They have plenty of young talent, yeah. and they're they're a solid team. We'll see with Tua we'll though. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I guess. Talk to you some more about it in the future. I'm sure. Um, But until then, let's get into our final segment of the season. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the final Joey's Butt Fumble of the season of this season. This one's special because it's going to be of the entire NFL season. Lots of things to choose for for the Joey's butt fumble of the season, but this season, my Joey's butt fumble of the season is, I'm actually just going to preface this with the fact that I had something else originally, but I'm changing it right now in my mind. It is the fact that Matt Nagy was the coach of the Bears this season, which he should not have been. He should have been fired before the season. He should have fired been fired at the end of last season. Justin Fields should not have gone through his rookie year with him as the head coach. And we should have seen a Justin Fields rookie of the year season. But we didn't. So, Matt Nagy, being the head coach of the Bears, is my butt fumble of the season because we know he shouldn't have been. It's easy to say that looking back. Well, and it was also easy to say that at the beginning of the season. But that is my butt fumble of the year, the season, the Bears. Get screwed, liberals. And thank you for joining me for the last Joey's Butt Fumble of the Season. Stay tuned next season for weekly Joey's Butt Fumble of the Weeks. 
where I will be discussing my butt fumble of the weeks. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. For listening to this week's episode of the Fourth Quarter Football Podcast. We had a great time giving you our reactions to Super Bowl 56. If you'd like to see more of our takes and some quality skits, check out our Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, and TikTok pages, all at Fourth Quarter Football.